Hi, this is Jeff Kober, and we welcome you to this week's Disney at Play podcast. Well, I shouldn't say this week. I apologize for the last week because I frankly didn't have a lot to offer in terms of podcasts. So much business in town, especially with a group that came down from Carolina's college group that wanted to um, spend several days in the park, had a great experience with them, may have a chance to talk about that in a future podcast. But I wanted to talk about, well, with a few surprises on several levels, the new annual pass program has been announced for the Walt Disney World Resort. Passes will again be sold to all starting September 8th. There are four tiers and we give you the run through of each, discussing not only what is included, but what is not. We also look at water park and photo pass add-ons and what they mean. Is it a good value and how does it compare to what they did before or how Disneyland's program was announced? So we have uh, a lot to cover this morning with this new annual pass holder program. And I invite you to also check out DisneyAtWork.com uh, I mean, DisneyAtPlay.com. Well, check out both, actually, and subscribe to both. This podcast will be um, will have an attending post on DisneyAtPlay.com. So you want to make sure you subscribe to each because we do have podcasts that come from both DisneyAtPlay.com and DisneyAtWork.com. Also, want to just recommend you subscribe to the uh, podcast you're currently listening to right now so you get, uh, again, reminders as new podcasts come up. We try to do multiple podcasts each week, and uh, when things go well, we that's what happens. Uh, so um, make sure you subscribe. All right, let's, let's take a look, and perhaps what would be well for us to understand is what was before. Before all of this began, there was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10 different ways that you could have some kind of annual pass experience. Well, six of those are kind of gone. And that really remain, leaves about four of them in play. And they're all under a new title and a new brand and a new look, uh, a look that's kind of tied to um, the Walt Disney World opening, bright yellow. It's a great, it's a really nice looking um, uh, kind of look. It has nothing to do with the magic key look of Disneyland. It is its own look and feel. But before, there were 10 different kinds of annual pass types at Walt Disney World. There was the premier annual passport, which offered both Disneyland and Walt Disney World. That no longer is offered. There was a Disney Platinum Pass Plus Pass that is technically no longer offered, but there's a way to kind of uh, imitate that same pass. There is a Disney Platinum Pass, which has an equivalent now. There was a Disney Florida Resident Theme Park Select Pass. Um, that's no longer offered. There was a Disney Gold Pass and a Disney Silver Pass. Those have options now. There was a Disney Weekday Select Pass. There is an option for that. There was for many years an Epcot after four annual pass. That's no longer there. It's no longer available. And then there was also two, 
water park passes. One was just a hopper pass um, to both parks. And then there was one that allowed you to go to one of the parks after two in the afternoon each day. At this time, there's no equivalent to that being offered. Although there is an add-on that we're going to talk a little bit about later on. So, you know, one of the big conversation points that has come out of Disney in, in the last couple of months is we wanted to give more choices. We wanted to listen to to um, what other, what annual pass holders were saying and give them more options. And you're kind of scratching your head because actually in some ways there are less options than there were before. So it's a little bit of a, it's not that you couldn't kind of repeat any of this, but it's not, it's really almost apples and oranges in terms of what they've had what they've offered. Now, let me go through the four passes that they have created for all of this. The first is the Disney Pixie Dust Pass. And um, again, these have um, fantasy style names. So we have Pixie Dust, Pirate Pass, Sorcerer Pass, and Incredible Pass, like Incredibles. The first is the Pixie Dust Pass for $3.99 plus tax or $19 per month for 12 months for Florida residents after a $205 down payment. <clears throat> that per month sounds about the same as before, but what you don't realize is that your down payment is much higher than it has been in the past. And that's going to allow you to visit Walt Disney World Resort theme parks on most weekdays with an advanced park reservation. All these involve advanced park reservations. Um, the this really is pretty equivalent to what the Disney Weekday Select Pass was prior. Um, <clears throat> what, uh, uh, what is interesting is that there is variety in the number of theme park reservations. You have to have a reservation for all these. Here you can hold up to three park reservations at a time. And you should note that it's only available to Florida residents. The second is the Disney Pirate Pass. This is $6.99 plus um, tax or $45 per month with $205 down, uh, dollar down payment. Here you're going to visit one or more of the Walt Disney World theme parks on most days with an advanced park reservation subject to block out dates including peak and holiday periods. Here you can hold up to four park reservations at a time and again this is only available to Florida residents. So what's interesting about this is that the blockout dates are very different than what they were before. And that actually goes with the Disney Pixie Dust and, um, as, as well. And what, what it is is that Christmas um, and uh, Christmas time and also... Um, uh, Easter and Spring Break are all blocked out. In the past, you had a very long blockout period in the summertime for these uh, lower passes. All of that summer blockout time has practically gone, other than um, your Fourth uh, of July day. Um, now, mind you, that um, what they've done is they've added other blockout dates 
um, with the um, weekday select pass. Remember, again, you have blocked out all of your weekend dates. With this pirate pass, things like um, Thanksgiving week is also uh, blocked out. Um, Fourth uh, of July is blocked out. So three-day holidays are blocked out on that. So that's kind of, um, I think they've done a better job of identifying which blockout dates are really the most appropriate. And it was really, it was a deal breaker that you had to go pretty much uh, over a month and a half during the summer not being able to utilize that pass. So I think that is one of the advantages of what they have done is that they've really um, made the blockout dates a little bit more through the year rather than this big chunk of blockout dates in the summertime. And which didn't make any sense because honestly, summertime was not the heaviest attendance in the parks. So the fact that they were blocking it out didn't make any sense at all. They needed more guests in the park during the summertime. Um, more guests, especially because they fly now, end up going in the fall and the winter or and in the spring, particularly the fall and the spring. You have your convention traffic coming in the fall and the spring. It just was, a, these were much heavier time periods than summer. Then, okay, so you had the Disney Pixie Dust Pass, you had the Disney Pirate Pass. Now you have the Disney Sorcerer Pass, which is $8.99 um, plus tax or $63 per month after a $205 down, down payment. Now, this is actually a fairly ideal blockout period. It really is only taking you out um, during Christmas and um, the weekend well the two weeks of christmas and the um weekend the larger weekend of thanksgiving otherwise this is pretty opened up so um as a gold pass um eh, it's okay it's pretty good um and then the incredible pass allows you to be able to go every day of the year if you have a park reservation um, and you're able to hold up, like Disney Sorcerer Pass, you were able to hold up to five park reservations. You could do that with the Incredit Pass as well. Um, the Incredit Pass is $12.99 plus tax. Um, and you can, um, but they, and the, and the Incredit Pass is available to anyone, anywhere. Anybody can buy Incredit Pass. However, um, in the Sorcerer Pass, only Florida residents and Disney Vacation Club members can buy um, that pass, which means the DVC members cannot buy a Pirate Pass and cannot buy a Pixie Dust Pass. If you are a DVC member, you're going to have to spend basically $900 plus tax to have an annual pass to the parks. So that's that's a big deal in my view um and um and probably a big flag and i should and again uh noting uh that the incredit pass is 12.99 plus uh tax now one of the big differences in price is that with the old um um 
Platinum Pass, it was um, a lesser price for that for Florida residents. And in this situation, we've we've now seen that kind of change where now Florida residents are paying a whole lot more. I should also mention that I haven't said this with regards to the um, the Incredipass. That gets you all four parks. It does not get you the water parks or anything else. There are two add-ons to all of this that we haven't talked about yet. The first is the photo pass. Now the photo pass was kind of included in all of the annual passes. That's no longer. What you now have is a photo pass option at $99. Um, so if you want to add that, you need to add that to whatever uh, park pass you, that you are getting. The other thing is that the Platinum Plus, the top tier, as well as the Premier, which again is no longer around, um, both of these are technically no longer around, but they included the Disney Water Park and Sports. Well, that's no longer available too. That also is an add-on at $99. So when you look at how the pricing kind of compares, it you can see that, well, without a state residence, there has been a slight increase in pricing. So now when you add the photo pass and the water pass, there is um, there is a a markup in price. There is a markup in price on all of these annual passes. But the Florida resident used to be uh, much cheaper with um, regards to the platinum pass. Now the platinum, because in the old days, a Florida resident, was, and I believe DVC as well, was more like around $9.99 for platinum plus and uh, platinum plus pass and $8.99 for a platinum pass. Now they have gone up to the um, $12.99 price. There's no distinction at the top tier uh, between a Florida resident and DVC and everybody else. It's all $12.99. So that is a big increase for Florida residents and DVC owners if they want to be able to go every day of the year. They have made that a big big jump. What they're basically saying is this. They want uh they want to uh they want to control the crowds on the key most crowded days of the year. And I've seen that actually work. I think I've referenced this with Disneyland. The way they had previously done annual passes, some of the more measured reasonable days of the year were days like days like the 4th of July where you'd go in and they, because most all the annual passes were blocked out, it was, um, it was a fairly reasonable attendance. Now, of course, Disneyland is based so much on annual pass holders. This won't be quite the same thing, but still they're trying to moderate those peak days. For them, you have to understand where they're coming from. From them, th those days are almost lost days in some regards because you have had to ramp up so much staffing in order to handle say Christmas day or the Christmas time of year that if they could bring that down and make that 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 park attendance not so much higher than what it is any other day then they can keep that cast 
that cast uh, um, allocation uh, reasonable to that time of year. So at any rate, what it amounts to is this. You have now four passes and they, they have different block out dates. The highest being uh, every day is, is available and assuming you have a reservation and the lowest being essentially what was the weekday select pass. You also have two options to add a photo pass and to add a water park option. Now, I should mention on the water park option, one of the things that is kind of cool, actually the annual water park pass, which was a hopper, that is not available. Um, you can only go to one, one park a day, but they've also added the, the um, two miniature golf courses, which is kind of a cool thing to kind of add. You can only do one round of golf, but still that is actually part of the water park hopper or water park annual pass or $99. Before that was like 139 for the, but again, you could you could hop on that one. You can't hop on this one, but, but uh, the $99 does give you um, access to those choices. So in my view, I think that the water park hopper annual pass is actually a pretty good value. Um, the uh, photo pass option, well, it's obviously not as good a value as before because before it was free. Uh, do you want to add the the photo pass option? If you love photos, if you love doing the character meet and greet thing, I would say is that rolls back more character meet and greets, more photo pass options. Yeah, absolutely. That may be good for you. For me, it's not something that's, that's uh, that's really important to me. And certainly if I were to get it, I'd get it for one person and I wouldn't be getting it for the entire family uh, because I could just, you know, put those photos on my card. So, um, so here are all of the key points. Uh, there's so many other little details. Let me cover them in all these key points. First of all, the parking, which we haven't discussed before, is free. No matter what of the four uh, choices that you have, it is free no matter what level. That is good because in the Magic Key program at Disneyland, they were charging uh, parking and uh, um, on some of those options. And so I was concerned that they might try that. This is good news for Disney operations because Disney would not have liked to have dealt with more handling cards and cash at, at, the, uh, at the toll booth. So... So this is good for operations as well as for um, Disney annual pass holders. Pass holders staying at select Disney Resort or other select hotels are eligible to make park reservations for each day of the resort stay in addition to holding three park reservations or more at a time. So that really actually was already happening, but they've done a better job of clarifying uh, that you are able to hold more. And for those of you who are having family come in town, your annual pass holders, you're having family come into town and you've decided to stay on property with them, it just really makes that a little easier um, to, to get all those reservations you need to for the parks. Um, they have added 
a notation that there is a 20% up to 20% up to 20% on dining merchandise and more. They haven't clarified what that is um, exactly. For instance, there really has, except for very select periods in the past, they've offered no uh, percentage off on counter service dining, much less carts. Um, and most of the dining, uh, table service dining was around 10%. So is it gonna be a little better? We don't know because they haven't declared what that would be. Hopefully before September 8th they're going to, but they haven't made any comment on that. They also um, have made no comment on tables in Wonderland and whether that's even coming back. Um, I haven't looked, I've heard that the, the page is still up there, but again, you can't uh, order a tables in Wonderland card. If you're not familiar with that for a set price, I think it was up to 200 last one I purchased. Um, you then got 20% off on up to 10 people on dining. So um, because I, I handled groups that that was I saved hundreds of dollars because of that. Of course, mind you, I spent thousands and thousands of dollars on meals. Uh, monthly payments and 0% APR continues for Florida residents. Doesn't happen for DVC. I'm not sure it did before um, or for um, people outside of Florida residents. So, um, but I am pleased. Well, I think people are pleased that monthly payments um, and 0% APR is still continuing. You know, Disney can't turn off sales. They have said that in the fine wording. Not sure if and when that would happen. Um, I haven't seen that that really happen, has happened at Disneyland yet since uh, the 25th when they started up annual pass sales. Uh, not sure that that'll ever occur here, but know that that's not guaranteed that you'll always be able to purchase an annual pass whenever and wherever. Um, so that's uh, to be kept in mind. Disney has increased um, the number of reservations depending on level um, that you're at. So uh, higher levels, it's uh, four for uh, the Sorcerer Pass and five for the Incredit Pass. Not sure that's gonna be needed. I mean, it certainly was needed a year ago when the parks first opened. They were very, it was very hard to get passes. And maybe it's going to be needed once we add everybody who is wanting an annual pass. There are a lot of folks who have moved into the greater Orlando area now that they have options of where to work. My son and his family is one of those individuals. And uh, so when all those annual passes add, will there be a lot of blockout dates? Not sure. So not sure if, if that is a, va a value yet. By the way, if your renewal is up currently, and you, I mean, right now, you can still renew through September 7th, and then you have to renew after that. Um, starting on September 8th, 2021, those holding silver, gold, platinum, and platinum plus annual passes will be eligible for more reservation holds at that time. So when we talked about the four and the five, you'll be able to add that um, to yours. Uh, no reason why one person uh, couldn't, again, like I said, hold the photo pass upload option. 
everybody else couldn't get into the picture as far as I could tell. I don't think everybody has to show the photo pass option to be in the photo. Um, I probably be interesting to see if in the time frame between now and September 7th, if I don't use the photo pass option, I use it on occasion. I'm not a person who has the band on. And so it, uh, in case for being on rides, if you didn't have the band, it didn't usually show up. Although uh, the Haunted Mansion has showed up recently. Um, but uh, anyway, so bonus reservations will be added to the calendar from time to time, allowing you to make extra reservations on select days at select theme parks. Sounds nice. I'd rather have bonus days where you could get in parks where you might have been blocked off otherwise. I think that would be the bonus. But uh, at any rate, that's what they advertise. The blockout dates have changed considerably, especially as I mentioned, removing them pretty much entirely from summer. Uh, so that that's the big, I think that's one of the most surprising things. And it was a smart move to make. I, I couldn't understand why they had such long summer blockout dates to begin with. They, in fact, even recent years before the pandemic, they were releasing that summer blockout date uh, earlier, a week or two earlier. There is a renewal price discount when renewing. That's generally been like about $100 less if you renew within the time period they want you to renew. Kind of an incentive to keep that annual pass going. And they've kept that um, that uh, incentive here. I don't think that Premier Passes will probably ever happen again. I held Premier Passes for many years to both Disneyland and Walt Disney World. But there was a lot of difficulty in uh, the, the, the pass system. The, the ticketing and pass systems are two different systems at Walt Disney World and at Disneyland. And so getting uh, another system, it seemed, to kind of uh, approve you at one and the other, it was just, it was a messy thing. Cast members, they'd see your your premium pass card, which I love, but they'd see it and they go, well, what's this? They didn't even know what it was. And these are people who are working ticketing, you know? So it was just kind of, I, I don't know that that'll ever come back again. I think if you want to go to, both parks, anytime, uh, you're probably going to have to buy an annual pass, the, the, the top annual pass to both parks, if you want that kind of flexibility. Um, they all provide, all four levels of these passes provide for park hopping, but that ability doesn't actually happen until after two each day. Again, this is one of the downsides of, uh, of, of all of this is, and this is one of the things that's making people feel like, wow, it's just not as good as anymore. You don't have the photo pass option. If you were premier plot platinum pro plus, sorry, if you were platinum plus, it doesn't include the water parks. If, um, you have to make a reservation, you can't park up when you want that type of thing. So yeah, I, I hear you. I hear you. There's a lot of things that just don't really say this is as good as it used to be. Um, I should also really emphasize that a there were a lot of guests out there, older citizens, perhaps I may be uh, stereotyping there, but a lot of individuals who held after for um, Epcot passes. I don't think those will happen again 
anytime soon with both Ratatouille and the new Guardians of the Galaxy coaster opening. It's a new day and era and all the changes coming throughout the rest of the park, harmonious and everything. I think it's a new day and I think they want to just treat that as all the other parks and not offer an after four. By the way, that also increased attendance dramatically after hours. So I think this is going to, again, kind of spread out the, the flow of guests. Uh, for pass holders who sign up, a new annual pass holders magnet is underway, kind of with the whole yellow um, signature 1970s Disney World look to it. That's fine. Um, there was no discussion on Genie or Genie Plus amenities that would be exclusive to different levels of pass holders. Um, there have been under 1,000, by the way, there have been under 1,000 positive likes and over 11,000 thumbs down on Disney's video that they posted on YouTube as to the new Genie and Genie Plus. This is not well received. And the fact that annual pass holders will have no advantage or reduced price to Genie Plus or to the um, additional, doesn't mean it won't happen in the future. Right now, none of that is being promised. So that too is, again, another ding for a lot of people who feel like, wow, I, you know, I had free fast passes before, now I don't. Of course, everybody had free fast passes regardless of the kind of ticket you purchased. But again, it's another ding and you're saying I got to spend more money to be in the parks. And with an annual pass holder, um, I go uh, two, three times a, a week. There is no way I'm going to buy Genie Plus, much less the the add-ons uh, for the for the premium attractions. There's no way I'm going to buy Genie Plus um, when I'm, you know, in the park two or three times a week. That's just not going to happen. Um, so that too is an issue here that that there was no discussion on Genie or Genie Plus. Um, what about Disneyland? Now I, I thought it was so funny when I. It's the 25th, or maybe it was the day after. And I kind of thought to myself, boy, I haven't heard anything about how it went on the first day the Disneyland's annual passes went out. I didn't hear about the system going down or too much. It did turn out some people were on for several hours trying to get their uh, annual pass renewed. Uh, but there were also a lot of people who got it done within 8 to 10 minutes. Um, so... So that was good news, kind of. I mean, IT systems at Disney are so poor that maybe that gives you hope that when you sign up for your annual pass at Walt Disney World or renew it, um, that it won't be as painful, um, but we'll see. Um, we also found that the first two weekends of reservations at Disneyland after the new annual pass program, mind you, there are there are levels there too where you can't go on weekends but those first two weekends were were booked last weekend and this upcoming weekend is already booked so that too is again uh, a sign to annual pass holders hey i'm paying a whole lot more and i may not get in so um so that's uh the long and short of it is is it costs more to attain an annual pass. And in some levels, it costs a whole lot more. Uh, 
uh, one site, uh, uh, blogmickey.com, you know, showed a scenario where if you were previously a Florida resident and you wanted to go from what was a platinum plus annual pass, which included the water parks, and you know, now buy the Incredit Pass, which is $12.99, plus the photo pass at $99, plus the water park and sports at $99. Now you're paying $14.97. That's essentially a 50% increase from what you were paying before. So so what does it all mean? Um, well, uh, in short, does Disney want you to buy an annual pass? Yeah, they do. Um, if they didn't, they wouldn't have offered it. Um, or they wouldn't have offered a monthly plan with 0% increase. They want people to buy an annual pass. That said, they do want you to pay more. Even if that means that rather than buying a pass, you end up buying tickets. And I can promise you sometime before now and September 8th, when they start selling new passes, there will be an announcement about a four-park ticket that you can buy four days and in any of the four parks um, for probably 150 or something of that nature, some price point that's a whole lot less than the annual pass. They want you to have that extra option just to buy something. So if you kind of get out there towards September 8th, ah, that's still too much money, even for the lowest tier. Um, and I can only go on weekends, you know, there's going to be that option of just simply buying a ticket instead of an annual pass. And they're gonna always put those out there from time to time, especially in the off season. Uh, moreover, um, they want annual pass holders um, to visit more often on the off days and less on the weekends and definitely less on the holidays. Their real intent here, besides just increasing the price which they do every year with annual passes. Their intent here is to better distribute the flow of guests. And that includes, by the way, I think that I, I, even though the water park was 129 or 139, I'm sorry, 139 for anybody, you didn't even have to get the four parks. You just buy an annual park. I think a lot of people will go for the $99 upgrade on the water parks. Now, some people never go to the water parks, but um, well, I've always contended that that the water parks is kind of your vacation away from your vacation at a hundred dollars extra for the year that's a whole lot cheaper than going on the disney cruise line which essentially typhoon lagoon and castaway key are in many ways the same except you don't have, you have a big um uh surf pool instead of an ocean and you don't get the food free um and boy the food could be improved at both um, Typhoon Lagoon and Blizzard Beach, but notwithstanding that sense of getaway, $99 is not a bad option. Probably for me, as I look at this, I I really had a hard time justifying the $12.99 um, price point for the Disney and Credit Pass just to add to Thanksgiving Day weekend and to the two weeks of Christmas. I've done the, that pass where every day is free. I've been doing that for years and years and years where every day was free. But to be honest, um, when I have family during Thanksgiving and Christmas and they don't have that pass, then I end up not going to the parks because they're not going. So 
it isn't so i'll probably go with the 899 sorcerer pass and then i have the water park pass don't think i'll add the photo pass it's never really meant as much to me i go take my own photos um and i'll be interested to see what some of this new um magic uh um stuff that has been added to genie will be like um that uh you can take uh you can do with your own party uh when you're in the parks uh taking uh, magical photos as it were while you're in the park so we'll see how that that turns out um yeah um disappointing and i i saw a lot of comments on other blog posts suggesting that disappointment a lot of people saying they're not going to buy it we'll see how it works we'll see where people end up going on it it'll be it'll be interesting to to see the flow of that well that wraps it up for this disney at play podcast so grateful you could join us and i promise more podcasts and posts to come so please subscribe make sure you're checked in and uh, so you can get notification and, uh, and we look forward to having you join us also check out our youtube uh channel j jeff cober uh, because we often are posting new videos uh there on our youtube page so definitely check that out as well again thank you for joining us as always wherever your travels may take you follow the compass of your heart as sinbad says at tokyo disney's Sinbad Storybook Voyage. Have a great day. We will see you real soon. Bye-bye.